Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another potty today. few things to tackle here. Main thing, Guru put out a post the other day. Dennis spoke about it on Bloke in the Bar. Is the season too long? want to delve into that because I think today's TLT, which I've only just skipped now, point, paints a pretty glaring picture. So just wanted to throw my two cents in and react to a bit of the Supercoach carnage of round 27. So the first thing I want to do... I have seen the team list. I have not seen Habanero and Classic. So I'm just going to quickly open up the app now, give a live thing, check how many we've got for the week, uh, and then we can obviously talk about the mass resting and things like that. So straight off the bat, obviously, Harry Grant is resting, so I will have Reed Marnie up front of hooker. Toru Harris resting, so I've only got Joe Tarpany as my only front rower. Uh, in my back row, I have only, I've got three. So I've got Eli Katoa, Britton Nikara, and Pia Kura. Uh, I've got Cleary and Hines in the halves. I've got Manu at 5'8", tentatively named. I have got four CTWs. I've got Asako, Johnson, Mortalo, and Katoa. And obviously Dallin being rested, so I've only got James Tesco at fullback. So right now, it's not a pretty picture. I haven't got that many playing that I would have liked to have had. Uh, predicted of 8.52. So look, right now at this stage, you're going to have uh, 1, 2, 3, 5... Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So I've got 12 uh, going right now. So, um, or 13. So it could be worse. Uh, I know there will be some players that will be down in the single digits. Um, I did hold on to Preston thing, then he would get a run, obviously, not to be. So that is a bit unfortunate, but we will roll with what we have there. So I'm sure a lot of you guys have had the a lot of carnage. Um, that leads me into this conversation. So... Is the season too long? <clears throat> and what does what's my two cents of what I think the season is? So let's just look at the facts. Right now, we have a 27-game season. So potentially, um, you know, every team plays 24 rounds of club footy. Then you've got uh, four potential games of finals. So I've got 27, and you've got your three games of origin. So no test footy. Let's just look at club and origin. Uh, player could potentially play up to 30 games in a season. Obviously, then throw in a World Cup or Tri-Nations or have a tournament at the end of the season. Could go up to about 34, potentially 35. Way too long. Uh, I think, obviously, with the grind of an NRL season in the off-season, week-to-week training, you know, you look at something like the NFL, and I think it's not a perfect comparison, but I think it's a good starting point. 16 games, 17 games, and then obviously into their playoff rounds. Um, to me, you know, for what our players put their body through, I hear the argument about the, you know, the Fox Sports and the News Corp won't be happy with it. They obviously want to get more product in for their what they're paying. I promise you, if it was a twenty game season, there was a thirty game, we're still going to get the same amount of money. It's a it's a live premium content sport. You know, I'm sure there'll be other, um, you know, your sevens and your tens, you know, your stand sports, your binge. These type of guys will make bids for it, uh, and will drive up that price. So especially heading to this new world where you see NFL Red Zone going to YouTube TV. You know, you've got Amazon getting an NFL game. You've got um, the basketball coming before rights and, you know, there's all these different things. A great example was uh, WWE. Obviously, UFC first going to ESPN Plus to a streamer. Uh, and then you obviously had WWE who was at some stage going into some streamers as well, but obviously ended up in one of the um, cable channels there in America. So, I think the argument about the people who are paying to promote the game aren't going to be happy. 
absolutely, obviously, they want to fill up. That's 30 weeks of content for them. But really, when you think about it, even if it was 20, they're still going to get the right thing. So how do we make the season, you know, better for the players? Because you look at today, and I think today's TLT is a great example. You look at that game on Thursday, that should be the Broncos going for the minor premiership and Storm to hold on to top four spot. They're basically punt on it. They're resting place for that first week of finals. And it's pretty jarring that we've got to a point now in the in the National Rugby League where the minor premiership doesn't mean something. You know, normally um, in most sports, getting that minor premiership and getting, you know, home court essentially throughout the playoffs, obviously that doesn't happen in a lot of sports. And with the NRL, you think of, you know, the grand finals, obviously in Sydney, not Brisbane, so that's not going to matter for Brisbane. But just being that number one seed and what that comes with and, you know, in the history books, looking at previous minor premierships. And I know some people might try to go name the last five minor premiers, can I name them? Probably not off the top of my head. But I think it is something, especially for a Broncos team that was, you know, a wooden spoon a few years ago to come back and get that minor premiership. And they still may win it. Um, but anyone going there to the ground on Thursday expecting to see a high-quality Brisbane, Melbourne, in which they always do throw high-quality games. Um, assuming we expect to pay full price uh, for a ticket and meals and beer and things like that, parking, um, and they're going to get you know not a great game of not a great game of footy that what it should be. You know, there should be Munster, Grant, Walsh, Haas, these type of guys, but instead they're not going to be getting that. So that that part does irritate me a little bit. Where you know you look at all the other sports, there's there's not another sport. Uh, team sport where it's mass restings, eight players out. You know, you look at New Zealand, no shade in New Zealand, but they're, they're punted on that Dolphins game. They're not sending a team to Suncorp to go and play, and then come back and play the following week up there, potentially. So, um, you know, your SJs, your Chans, your DWZ, your Tohus, your Egans, these type of guys that, you know, and not just think about the, the guys that go into the ground and paying that money to get to the ground. You think of betting. Some of these lines are going to be widely thrown out now. And, you know, there's a lot of money at stake here. You've got obviously Supercoach, and that's such a small fake sport part of it. But, you know, there's 50K on the line. You know, if that guy in first was going to have a good week and all of a sudden he has all these players, Melbourne players like uh, Munster and Grant, and they're arrested, you know, that it can swing a lot of things. And then I think, you know, at the end of the day, all these things like betting and TV viewership and super coach all bounces off the players and obviously and the clubs. But I think the NRL has a bit of a responsibility to make sure that the, the schedule is in place where clubs don't feel they have to do this. Um, now, what is the, what is the perfect number? Are we at the right number of teams is the first point. I think, you know, is the right number of teams here to, you know, split up. Do we want to maintain rivalries? Do we want to make conferences? Do we want to do all these things? I think, the first thing you got to start with, and I think the NBA is starting to really tinker with this now. Obviously, they've got that A2 game season they're trying to bring down. What is the number of games from a sports science, from a peak physical fitness? What is the max number of games that the guys should be playing? I think that's number one. You worry about the schedule second. You worry about the TV contract second because, like I said, the TV contract will still be there. If Channel 9 is angry, they're losing, you know, X number of rounds. I promise you... Channel 7 will pay and pay above to get it over onto their network. So that piece of it, you know, Fox Sports and KO, we all saw what happened with the Premier League. They lost that very key asset and Optus Sports has not let it go. And, 
you know, it drove down subscribers for that platform in terms of care because a lot of guys just bought it for the EPL. I promise you, if Stan Sport bought the NRL rights, that carrier subscription will go a lot further down. So they're not going to lose it. So I'm very, very confident, you know, for the next couple of media rights, News Corp and, and Fox Sports are going to be buying these things and it's going to take a big, big offer from someone else, which will still be more money into the game. So let's not worry about that piece uh, that will come with it. So what's the perfect number of games? So obviously three Origin games is the, we can't touch Origin. So Origin is three. And I think the final series, a max of four. So you've already at seven. So what's the number? Um, now, I think we can tinker with it. Obviously, like I said, potentially it's 30 games right now. We could get it down to 25 to start with. Let's just say as a starting point. So obviously, you've your four finals games, you've your three origins, you even at that regular season to get that into 25 games. That's the maximum that a player can play in a single season. I think when you think about that, it just puts more onus on the on the regular season because when you do think about it, um, you look at the NRL, or the NFL, it's only a 17-week schedule and there's a buy in there. When you think about that, every game, you can't throw a game. You've got to be playing every game to try and get the highest seed and get in there. So does an 18-game regular season make sense? Some will say that's too not enough. I think it is. I think you can, you know, do we need every club to play every, does every team need to play each other at least once? Now, I know there'll be arguments for both sides. Um, there'll be guys going, yep, yeah, for the equality and the fairness, you've got to do that. Now, you could push that up to 20 and make it 27, knock three rounds off there and go, you verse everyone once and then each team gets a rivalry uh, bracket and they're three greatest rivals in their club's history. Um, all that we want to promote moving forward is there. So you think about Parramatta and my team, right? So obviously you verse everyone, everyone once, um, and then the three players that you can get, the three teams, I think the Bulldogs would be there. Um, Manly can be there. And then you can put in Panthers. So that, that every, every season, you know there's going to be two of those games on the schedule plus everyone else. Now, I did hear one of the arguments last night on Bloke where, you know, the equality and the fairness, you know, Parramatta then would have to play the Panthers twice every season, but some other teams would only play them once. Guru made a great point on that, um, on that conversation where it swings inbounds, you know. The Panthers are the dominant team right now, but potentially in five years, they're falling off a cliff and none of their players are still there. Now they become the easy beats. Now they become the Tigers and the Dogs of the last couple of seasons. Obviously, the Dogs, if you think about the Dogs 10 years ago, they were not an easy out. You think about the Tigers 15 years ago, they weren't an easy out. So it will swing in bounds. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. So I do that. that's one aspect I do like that could be a potential problem, a potential solution there to the problem. The other one is if you're going to keep the schedule the way it is, let's put, let's put a break in. Let's put a mid-season break. Let's go to the F1. The F1 is a very, very demanding sport. And a lot of guys who don't follow it just think it's guys jumping in the car, but they are some of the toughest athletes we have in world sports and what they do in their season. Obviously, it's not a race weekend every week, but you know it might be every week, every two, every three. But in the middle of the season, they cut the season in half and there's a four-week break in the middle. Now, obviously, we can't do that for NRL, but we could absolutely do a two-week break 
and or a three week break, and then that's that one in the middle is an origin week. So we can do it where you know if you want to eliminate buy rounds, buys throughout the season. Once we get an even number of teams, that that middle one in the middle of the season, just go. This is what it is. Or every week you're two off. There's ways to manipulate the schedule where you can have that mid season break, and I think that would allow teams to freshen up in that mid season to avoid this end of season wrestling because that's what we end up we ultimately need to get to. Around 26 and 27 in this competition right now are turning into rest rounds and guys getting ready for finals. We want to avoid that. We want to avoid an NBA solution where, you know, load management and guys, you know, not playing back-to-backs three out of four nights. Obviously very different, again, a different class of athlete to the NRL, but what our players go through every week. When you think about really the contact sessions through the week into the captain's run, into a game, into recovery and doing that, uh, week week in week out, it's crazy when you think about you know someone like an A or B who's been putting up the minutes this week into you know a 60, 65 minute role this year and taking twenty carries and making thirty tackles, you know that mid that mid season break that three week break because he doesn't play Origin. All of a sudden now you have an A or B who's getting a three week break in the middle of the season. Now I'm obviously not an NRL player. And I haven't I haven't been so I can't confirm what it would do to an NRL player to lose that momentum through a season but i just i just think about you know the benefits that you can get these guys fresh up you can get more minutes through the middle of the start of the season you know then obviously you play the origin and then you come back I, I just think there's ways around it you know just think about origin three weeks in a row and obviously it's such a ruling game but just think about potentially you know the only time those origin players would need to rest is obviously they have the they missed the games before the start of the origin series and the one after. So, you know, they, that's where they get their little two-week gap. They play their three origin games. And then, you know, if the team has a bye throughout the season. I just, I just think there's ways around it. Um, and I love that this discussion is happening now. I actually really do. It's, it's about time that we look at the schedule because I think it's happening in all sports. EPL, 38-game season. You know, is that needed? Baseball, 161. Definitely not needed. You look at the F1 calendar, well, you know, it's gone up to 23 races now. It's probably too many. Um, you know, we've got this concept of put more things in there and what will happen is the TV rights will go up, more money into the game. But I, like I said, live sports is one of those things right now where the providers who stream out the platform and become our marketing to the country and the rest of the world they're not going to go away because we've taken five games off them a year, three games off them a year. Mm. I promise you they will not do that. They will pay up and make sure that that product is on their TV. You think about Channel 9. They know every week that on specific days and specific time slots, they've got a game that's going to attract millions of viewers. So even if we said to them, guys, you're getting three less games a year, they're still going to pony up that money. And if they don't, Seven will. You know, Stan Sport will. There will be providers. So... I don't want to hear the argument of, you know, the money into the game. That's still going to be there. And as there's more streamers and as there's less live uh, programming on TV, this is a commodity. So we've seen it in American sports. If you follow NRL, uh, American sports, this is already happening. This wave of Amazon's coming in and, you know, these different providers coming in YouTube to try and get content. It will happen here. No doubt about that. So that part won't happen. Won't matter. I think there is a there is a there is an onus for the fans to make sure that the right players are on the field at the right times. And we're hitting the finals now. This 
this should be a blockbuster on Thursday. It still will be. There'll be some a lot of young guys getting out of crack here. That will be really interesting to see. But really, when you think about it, this is a final tune-up into the finals. Brisbane had locked down the minor premiership. Storm, get those combinations with Happy Right to make it tilt into the premiership. And we're not going to get that this week, which is unfortunate for the fans that want to go there. And, you know, anyone who wants to watch that on TV. So that's my two cents. Uh, and I think this um, this TLT that got thrown out, obviously, as our super coach heads, we obviously go, we've gone from having, you know, 19 players to having 10 players because of all these suspensions and injuries. And you look at the injuries coming off the weekend, you know, NLFZ had that post with all the things he needed to talk about on his podcast. It's crazy when you think about it. these guys, you know, and a lot of the guys that were on that injury report, you know, have have missed games already this year. There are guys that have, you know, gone to those where guys play every round possible. You know, there's there's niggly injuries. You know, you've had Nico, who has had two different injuries, two different calf injuries. So, yeah, you add that into, you know, the resting around the origin period because that's not a separate little space in the calendar. So guys are needing to get a week off. You know, Kim must have been ill after origin, obviously. If, that, if origin was his own little stretch, there was a mid-season break. You know, I've always been, a, since it happened in COVID, I'm a proponent of that end of season origin as well. I'm a, I'm a proponent of, you know, we can do the internationals once every two years, um, you know, have origin there, maybe even alternate alternate the origins, one at the end of the season, one mid-season. There's ways around the schedule to get it done correctly. And I, I think that the best thing is we're having these conversations because, eventually it will change nothing is set in stone you know you think about one more time going back to the american sports go to the nba and bill simmons obviously you know the the pod father and all those different things that he he's the history of sport he wrote the book of basketball and when he did his book you know historically looking back you know there's that big pushback by the 82 game season and you know you can't change because now all the stats you know if we go to a 23 game season now, Alex Johnston, you know, the guy trying to catch him is going to have four less games to try and catch him, all these different things. And there are good arguments, but you look at the way that this game is played now compared to what it was, you know, back in the day, you know, the way that these guys, you know, really from, is it November all the way through to first week of October, end of September, you know, what they put their bodies through. I think there's got to be a change and I'm glad that we're having that conversation now. And I think the good thing is, you know, there's obviously not an exact right answer. So anyone's opinions can be had. And I think it's a good balancing point because it just, you know, it gets us thinking about the game and how we can improve it. Because eventually we will find, you know, there'll be, you know, a thousand different ideas on a, th- a thousand different shows and podcasts. One will stick and we'll run with it. And that will be the way we look at it for the next 10, 15 years. And then, you know, people will then look at that and go, nope, that's still the wrong way and find a different way as well. So, I'm glad we can have these discussions because, again, for me, this TLT was a great example of I'm just thinking of, you know, putting a couple of punts on this week. It's going to be some big swings and some, um, you know, I think sports is going to make and lose a lot of money this week because they don't know how to put these lines together because there's such big changes. And, again, in Supercoach, you know, you set up your team for the end of the season and all of a sudden you've been gutted. So lots of different talking points, but it is a good conversation to have, guys. So we'll leave it there. Just a little discussion one today. We'll get into some more content uh, we'll go tomorrow with some waivers if you're in your grand final. You know, if you've got any uh, trades left, which God bless you if you do, look at some options there. So we'll do that tomorrow. But thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.